Hello, and welcome to the Fiveable Podcast. It's our goal to educate small businesses about all things digital marketing, tips, tricks, trends, and more. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, whoever's listening to this, I'm not sure. I say guys, guys, gals, people <laughs> in general. I want to welcome you to the first ever Fiveable podcast brought to you by 5J Marketing and Design. We are going to be kicking this thing off uh, here with some introductions. Awesome. All right. Hey, Zach. Hey, Jake. <laughs> Zach, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Awesome. Well, I'm excited to be here and uh, jumping on the podcast with you today, wherever you may be listening to this from. My name is Zach Bauer here in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, part of 5J and uh, heading up the design and uh, web part of 5J and uh, excited about Fiveable. How about yeah. you, Jake? I'm really excited about this. I've been listening to podcasts for a while and excited to jump on one and, and kind of do our own thing. It's uh, it's exciting. So uh, I am Jake Peterson, uh, founder of 5J. Uh, we've been around for about uh, almost 11 years here uh, in March. So coming up real quick. Uh, so I uh, focus on our marketing efforts here. So I uh, help a lot of our customers. We do a lot of inbound marketing, a lot of content creation. And uh, that's kind of my day to day is making sure our customers are getting taken care of and we're putting Putting out some great content for them to help them get found online. So um, that's going to jump us into purpose of this podcast. Why are we doing this thing? Why does anyone do a podcast? Well, uh, we have some great conversations in the office here, and we just feel like if we could get these out to other people uh, and share this knowledge that we've acquired uh, over the years. Um, we think it would be useful. We hope That's it'll right. be useful. <laughs> and uh, really just our goal here is to help educate businesses and startups uh, about digital marketing. Anything you want to add to that, Zach? Yeah, I think today is um, today's day and age. We, we have so much information, so many things, so many opportunities that uh, we hope to even just give you some inspiration, some encouragement, some education uh, to hopefully maybe implement into your own business, uh, whatever it may be. Maybe it's just a dream right now. And uh, we hope we can maybe speak some information and give you some resources to hopefully maybe kick that off. Or if you're an existing business, maybe some things you can uh, put into your practice as you uh, pursue whatever you're doing. So we're excited about it. Yeah, totally. Uh, just adding to that, you know, 5J has been around for a little while now, but uh, we've been pretty scrappy in our time and uh, kind of have that startup mentality, I think, a lot. So um, we're all about saving some dough. We understand, uh, you know, money is typically not the largest uh, asset uh, startups have on hand or even small businesses. So we're all about, uh, you know, being efficient and frugal and, and whatnot as well. So we're not going to be throwing out, you know, million dollar marketing ideas here. So probably no Super Bowl commercial ideas. Sorry, you have yes, to find another yes. podcast for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, to kick things off here today, uh, our topic is going to be why you probably don't need a full custom website. Uh, so when I started this thing uh, 11 years ago, custom was kind of the only way to go because yeah. all the DIY stuff it sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, and you really needed somebody that knew a little bit of coding, knew some design, mm -hmm. um, could put some things together. And uh, some of my education allowed me to, to do that and provide that service for folks. Um, but 
man, a lot has changed. That's right. And in, in really, even in the last probably four or five years. Yeah, what do you think the forefront of that was? What do you think kind of changed that? I think probably a lot of frustration with just like, shouldn't I be able to do this myself? I think our culture is, is moving to this DIY mm-hmm. uh mentality, right? Yeah. You know, if my toilet's broken, I'm going to watch YouTube and figure out how to fix it. And I wonder even if like face maybe even open the door for a little bit of the idea that you can create your own profile, your own pictures. Yeah. Kind of almost opening the door to giving you the keys, uh, to creating your own, uh, individual personalized look. Right. And even looking back 10 years, maybe 15 years, we're looking at things like MySpace and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. some of those even predecessors of of the social media movement, this idea of I can kind of maintain my own thing and do my own thing. So um, I think we still get this a little bit, but there was Mm -hmm. just so much mystery shrouded around web. And it was kind of like this magical thing. You hire a magician to go (laughs) do something on the computer, not even really sure what, and you're on the Internet. And it's magical and it's super cool. Um, and I and I think there's just was obviously a demand for people to be able to do this on their own. So today we're going to give you five things that we think of um, that maybe aren't uh, something that you really need to pursue as far as custom, but some things that we think that you don't need to pursue. Let's erase all that backtrack. No, you got this. All right. <laughs> I think what Zach's trying to say. <laughs> so we're going to give you a handful of things of why you probably don't need a custom website. What's yeah. the first one, Jake? Well, I wonder if we should back up just a second and maybe define custom website. So I guess in our mind, when we think a custom website is we're going to we're going to totally do something custom from the ground up. There's no back end. There's no coding done. We're going to do all of that for you. So um, with the alternative uh, to that being um kind of a DIY option like a Squarespace or a Wix. So that's kind of what we're comparing. So yep. we should kind of preface this with with that. We're not saying you should never go custom. We're saying probably don't need to go custom. Right. Remember who we're, we're talking to yeah. here. We're talking to you new startups and you small businesses. And we'll share a couple instances where you may need to pursue the custom route um, in that. So... 100%. So, well, let's start off with this. Um, first thing you should ask yourself, what is the nature of your business? Are you a tech startup? Well, you might need a custom website. Are you mowing lawns? Are you service-based business? Are you food-based? Um, are you providing information for folks? Um, really step back. If, if the website is the cornerstone um, of your business, maybe it's e-commerce, maybe that's how you're generating revenue. Um, those might be some arguments for custom. But uh, for the most part, what we see, most businesses don't need a lot of that functionality um, out of the gate. So really just uh, step back and think about what does my website need to do for me? Um, you know, how can it accomplish those things? I mean, it could be as simple as a couple pages. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Obviously, de- depending on what your business is, what you're trying to accomplish, who you're trying to reach, will really determine what kind of website you need. And obviously today, uh, with websites of Squarespace and Wix and uh, even WordPress, there are so many different features that even if your business leans towards the custom, that you can even implement a lot of these things within these platforms that are already set up. But but like Jake's saying, like a lot of the nature of your business 
business will determine what you need it to do. And uh, a lot of times, you know, websites, uh, like you said, if it's a dog groomer, you know, that you need to set up appointments, you need to even maybe collect some cash or some payment across online, uh, Squarespace and some of these template based uh, platforms have some great features uh, that can implement in and make things easier and it really essentially allow your business uh, to do what you want it to do versus uh, letting it become a hurdle or an obstacle. It can actually help benefit your business based on what it is. Yeah, e-commerce used to be a huge hurdle. Um, so, you know, as soon as that came up in the conversation, you know, custom was the only way to go. But um, that's really kind of a it's a top feature people are, are looking for and kind of demand today. So that's really going to be built into a lot of these uh, do-it-yourself um, options. What are a couple of decent options you think, Jake, with uh, e-commerce that you've seen? Um, we really love Shopify. Um, so Shopify.com, you can check it out. They're huge. I would say they're probably the leader um, in kind of the, the DIY uh, e-commerce movement. Um, uh, check out Shopify if you are going to just specifically sell online. Probably not the best for a static website, um, or if you just need to collect maybe one type of payment, probably not the best option. Uh, but if you're going to have multiple products, um, want to track inventory, some of those things, Shopify is super rad. I haven't played with much else. Um, I know Squarespace has some options to do e-commerce. I think they're catching up pretty quick, but uh, I think their main focus has always been more of this kind of static informational Definitely. Um, type site. Which really leads us into number two. Uh, second thing is really to understand and really understand what the functionality you need for your website. Uh, what do you need it to do? What do you need it to excel at? Uh, websites should have multiple different things in it that will help you achieve whatever you're wanting to do. But whatever your f website is and what do you need it to excel at will determine maybe the, also the direction. So again, following on the e-commerce side, if you need to sell something, uh, whether it's a product, uh, maybe it's a service, maybe it's an appointment-based system, um, uh, there are a lot of great platforms. Squarespace uh, has some great features, some great plugins that you can attach and build into the into your website. Uh, Squarespace is typically kind of a drag and drop uh, design layout functionality, uh, but it also attaches to a ton of different third party vendors and groups out there uh, that maybe you're already doing some service based stuff with that'll integrate really well into your website, and it helps you really uh, uh, capture and excel at the functionality of whatever your website is doing. Yeah, what's what's kind of interesting is a lot of times people will come to us with ideas on, hey, I need my website to do this thing, and they don't realize that someone's probably already made that thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so what used to maybe be a custom thing now is somebody's already developed it, and it's just a matter of shaping it uh, to, to your needs. So um, that's one great thing is to, to kind of look at plugins, add-ons. Um, I know Squarespace plugs in with tons of stuff um, just to make that kind of functionality out of the gate. Yeah, and if you're in a line of business where you have a huge database or a back end that you need security, you need some right. Some basic you have customers structure. accessing things oh. like if you're a you're a bank. Yeah, you, you don't, uh, <laughs> you're not going to go to Squarespace even though yeah, we don't, love don't Squarespace. Don't build your bank uh, yeah. website with Squarespace. Probably you're going to go the custom route. Um, but if you're like most small businesses, man, we we always encourage our customers who come in uh, looking for a website that Squarespace can really grow with you, but it can also uh, provide a really decent, great looking, functional set 
that website uh, at a fraction of the cost of custom. Right. So that leads us right into our next point, which is cost. Um, so if you want to go full custom, you know, cost is going to double, triple, quadruple pretty quickly. Um, and that's really due to development. So uh, I think the hardest thing to translate in in web and what a lot of our, our, our customers don't even always see is what happens after they approve your pretty mock-up uh, of the homepage. Uh, and that's when, when things really kind of get hairy and get, get, we get to work essentially. Um, so one way to really eliminate those massive development costs is Squarespace. That's all done. It's all cloud-based. It's all there. Um, responsive uh, works out of the gate. Responsive is when uh, your website will actually respond to the screen size it's being viewed on. So it'll look great on your phone, your iPad, and your computer. So. Um, a lot of those things built in in the past, a lot of our time would just get eaten up by working on bugs. Hey, it's not working great on, on my phone or, hey, it's not working great on my computer. We move these things around and we move one thing around to one other thing and then that breaks something else. Um, so by eliminating this whole development bug, we've been able to drive costs down a ton and we can really just focus on aesthetics and getting messages across uh, instead of things that nobody's ever going to see or or notice. And really a number of years ago, people, even just in the past few years ago, uh, your website was really so strongly uh, visual. Uh, a lot of display and graphics and backgrounds and layers. Yeah, remember Flash? Uh, oh yeah, a huge kind <laughs> of a, you know, cutting edge, big deal, everyone had that. But it never worked on your phone. It never worked great, it never functioned well. And then now with the everything being so driven by our mobile devices, websites are now being really set up to function and appear and be quick on a phone. And so all the amazing graphics you put into the background and video and flash isn't needed on a phone now. And so uh, you don't need those pieces. And that's why we think Squarespace and some of these platforms, uh, they're just so well built uh, for mobile devices, uh, for speed, for quickness, for great looks, um, and not having to spend a ton of money like we used to on all these full custom designs, backgrounds, and flash that uh, you've seen really drop off over these last few years. Yeah, totally. One comment we get a lot currently is, hey, my website's so simple or it's kind of plain or there's some some white space here. And a lot of that is is functionality. Um, you know, in order to have a great experience on your phone visiting a website, uh, it needs to be lean, it needs to be quick, uh, it needs to be able to load. Um, you know, and some of those kind of crazy things we used to do in the past with animation and pulling different things together just simply don't work with how we interact with websites now. I mean, that... Yeah. That landscape has totally changed. I think probably maybe three, four years ago, I need to look mm -hmm. at the date exactly, is uh, mobile website visits surpassed desktop. And and that number, I think it's something like 80-20 now. It's crazy. Yes. And so we, you need to be designing for your, your phone first. So that's a little designer rant. But, there you go. Uh, <laughs> still important. So um, another point we want to jump into is if you have a new company, uh, you might have a, this great idea and something you really want to build out. And that thing you want to build out might be incredibly detailed. Uh, and you might build it out and spend a bunch of money and find out no one's using it. <laughs> so kind of this whole idea of a, a proof of concept. So maybe yeah. you are opening a restaurant and you go, hey, I want to do this custom reservation thing where people can pick, you know, their table out and what time they're going to be there. And you get all crazy with it and you can develop this thing out customly. Uh, well, you're going to spend a lot of money doing that. And then when it's done and you, you come to find out 
people just show up. They're not, they're not using it. They're not making reservations. Mm-hmm. So that's one of our arguments against going custom out of the gate, especially is you just don't know what people need yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we see this all the time that uh, you have a great idea, you have a great business plan, you have a great company in the store, and you have this great dream. And, uh, of course, you set out, you're going to succeed. No one sets out to fail. But, you know, you never know what happens at the turn of uh, technology and phones and all these things that play in the, in, into the role of it in determining whether your business will take off or not. And so if you dump a ton of money into your startup cash into a website and you, you use most of your money on it, and you're gonna have, hopefully it's gonna take off, hopefully the heavy lifting, it, it works, but what if it doesn't? And what if you need time to develop this? Uh, we, we believe strongly that you know a Squarespace, a Wix type of website uh, can look great, it can function great, and it can be light on your budget. And, uh, right. and you can prove it, you can, you can build into it, you can establish things. Uh, maybe you know it's gonna need to be custom in a few years, but maybe you can work up to it, and maybe you can add some other pieces that's gonna allow you to save some money on on your overall budget, uh, allow you to maybe put it in some other areas of marketing and some digital stuff, uh, but still have a functional website that's still going to achieve what you want it to do, look great, work well, uh, and like we said, it allows you to kind of ease into it. And of course, most startups don't have a lot of cash flow. They don't have a lot of money that to, to dump into a website, which a number of years ago, you had to kind of build that in, where now, man, you're seeing com- companies and businesses uh, spend less on a website, but more money into some digital marketing pieces that is going really feed your website and build it uh, from that platform. Yeah, that's a really good point. We used to be able to throw a website out there and kind of the magic of Google happened and you were found and you had traffic and you had all this business that you didn't have before. Um, and that's changed now. Now now we got to pay for that traffic. Now we need to produce a whole bunch of content so Google ranks us and people can find us. Uh, so that kind of that magic piece is gone and you, you have less time, you have less money mm-hmm. uh, and that budget it needs to stretch a lot of different places. So, um, you know, spending less on the website out of the gate. Of course, if you know you need different functionality for that website to be useful, that's one thing. But uh, you know, another thing is going, hey, how do I get eyes on the website? And mm-hmm. that's something we like to ask people out of the gate too. Is hey, what's your what's your plan for driving traffic? And uh, sometimes people haven't thought about that. So definitely be considering that piece of it. Um, it's not it's not like Field of Dreams. You know, build it and they will come. You know, <laughs> and maybe you get lucky. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of fish in the sea. <laughs> All right, another issue that we find of why you probably don't need a custom website is really the time it takes. Uh, custom is not something that you can just uh, drop in and expect it in a few days to have it uh, cranked out and ready for you. Uh, custom takes a while. It takes a lot of preparation, a lot of building. Uh, even in the midst of that, as, you, as you're working on it and developing it, it's not something you can just quickly turn and change and say, hey, let's try this. Um, it's pretty much set. Once it's built, it's, uh, it's ready to go. And uh, we see with a lot of these Squarespace type of websites is it allows you uh, to do something quicker, allows you to develop, get it built, get it set out, uh, maybe even build into it over a period of time. But essentially just the time piece is huge, uh, allows you to turn the corner, allows you to get something out into uh, the market, allows you to start advertising it, and it allows you a quicker response to get it going and working versus the long process that custom takes of proof and designs and, and function and layout and all those kind of things that then get into the building process many times might take a little too long for a company to to go down that road before uh, they want something out 
Yeah. You know, when you're starting up a business, you know, time is time is money. And uh, if nobody knows about your business, which is what the website should be helping with, uh, is advertising, obviously getting your name out there uh, quicker. You can have website live and, and in front of people, you know, quicker you can get your business going, get some revenue. Um, so time is definitely a consideration uh, with that. Um, that moves us into the next thing, which is kind of relates to time is is by building on a, a template based kind of a, a WYSIWYG, what you see is what you get editor like Squarespace. Uh, it's going to allow you to really manage this thing on your own um, right out of the gate. Uh, you need to update your hours. You need to add a staff member. Mm-hmm. Um Whatever that thing might be, it's going to be really, really easy for you to just jump in there and be able to manage it instead of having to call your web developer. (laughs) Hopefully they answer the phone. Guilty. Uh, (laughs) And then, you know, get on their schedule for for making an update or changing a, a typo or whatever whatever that might be. Yeah, and I think with, you know, obviously the, the today's culture of us being so used to Facebook and Instagram and all these different platforms that really are at our fingertips to do whatever we want, whenever we want. And uh, there's just that power, that uh, expectation, I think that every single person, every one of us has, uh, that we expect to have control. It's it's having the keys to the car. We, we want to be able to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And so when we can give that to a client, we can give that to a business owner, uh, to whenever they have time, whenever they have passion, whenever they're excited to upload or change something, even as simple as changing out a picture, adding a video, creating a new page, uh, we believe it empowers the business owner to not feel like they're handcuffed or they're going to have to pay an extra, you know, two hundred dollars to have them add this page. And and we all know that it's 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 challenging at times to get maybe another web developer to make this change or make this fixed or I need this added. And and on our side as a business owner, we 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 want it done now. We're ready for it. We're waiting on it. And so uh, I love that the ability of Squarespace and some of these platforms allow you uh, to have complete control, function, uh, design, uh, all these elements. And uh, what we really love as as 5J is uh, I love working with a a client who comes in with a vision and a dream and we develop it, we create the design pieces, we set it all up, and then we give them full access. We give them the training, we give them the ability to get in there. And nine times out of 10, they're just thrilled to know that it's their website. They they have control of it. They can change titles. They can change pages. Uh, these Some of these simple websites allow you to just really drag and drop. And uh, there's just that element that they now know that they have paid for something that is almost tangible in their hands that they can have, they can hold. They, they know that they could get on there today and make the changes they want. Uh, where in the past, you know, I mean, you dump, you know, a few thousand dollars and, and you never really feel like it's yours. You kind of just have always at the beck and call of the developer to make changes. And so I love love that piece. I love empowering business owners and companies and businesses, uh, the ability uh, to really own their website beyond just writing a check for it. Yeah, totally. That's good. You know, a point on that that we bring up a lot of times is your website's never really done, mm-hmm. especially with custom. Get in there something and you're, you're, you're going to be married to that developer as well. You know, if you need an update, they wrote the code for that. They're going to know it the best. Yeah, you, you may be opening up a very long relationship at that point. So, so Jake, what, what, what are a couple of things that you think uh, would be benefits 
and reasons why to go custom? I know we mentioned a few during the podcast, but what what are a couple just right you think that you would recommend people to look into? Yeah, well, I think right out of the gate, um, if you're going to be a tech-based business or your product is revolutionary and it needs something to reflect that, I think that's that's one thing uh, to jump out of. If you're if you're starting a Twitter, right, you're going to need a custom website. Um, the website's really going to facilitate something new for people. Again, e-commerce. Uh, e-commerce can get there. There's so much you can do on your own now with with Shopify and Shopify even has some some upgraded packages kind of an enterprise type package where you can can do even more uh, but you may get to the point where you, you need things that just don't happen out of the box so yeah. that might be a way to uh, you need to maybe look at custom too so but with that, you know, custom's always an option. So we really, really recommend kind of getting your feet under you, especially if you're a new startup, you know, get, get the simple website out there. Just get your name out there because that's better than nothing, uh, better than just a, a Facebook page or something. You know, get the website out. We, we really feel like that can be a cornerstone of your your digital marketing. And uh, I think it, it provides legitimacy uh, for a business when there's a website out there people can learn about. A lot of times that's your first touch with a customer. Their first experience with you is when they visit your website. Doing that well out of the gate, uh, I think that's super important. And, and today, more than ever, you can do that affordably uh, without breaking the bank. And you know, when you, you find that you need some things to serve customers better, man, customs, it's always there. Mm-hmm. It's ready and waiting for you. Definitely. <laughs> so we want to end each podcast with a little bit of a takeaway. Each of us share a little takeaway that we want to encourage you with. Uh, give you something as you walk away, uh, wherever you may be, wherever you may be listening to, uh, something tangible, practical that you can walk away. So Jake, what is the takeaway that you want to emphasize? I think my biggest thing with this, when you're, you're, you're starting up a business and, and you want that website, make sure you're doing it for the, for the right reasons. A lot of times we've had people come in and say, well, my nephew said I should have a website. And a lot of times the nephew was right. Uh, <laughs> but I, re- I really want you to think about when that website's done, are you going to walk away? Or are you going to give it probably the attention that it, it, it needs? Because it's kind of a living, breathing thing. It's never, it's, mm-hmm. it's not done out of the gates. So, you know, it may be done for a little bit and you might need to jump back into your business and focus on that. But make sure when you're committing to this website, it can really, I mean, it can be a 24 seven employee for you, always shouting your best salesperson, your best marketing person. That's, that's one thing we like to, you know, if your website can do that for you, man, that's a huge asset. That's great. It's not going to be a, you know, a complaining employee. Uh, <laughs> it's also just going to sit out there and do its job. So, so have a plan for it, for what you're going to do when that sucker's live. So I think that's my, my biggest piece. It's good. It's good. Well, my thought here is this as we end the podcast here. Uh, my takeaway is don't be afraid or overwhelmed by web. I know it seems um, maybe a huge task. It's overwhelming. It's even scary or uh, you don't quite understand it. Man, web is so um, tangible. It's available. It's affordable. Uh, it can also function. I think that the, this, the myth that's always been around is that you have to spend a ton of money for a website to work for you. And that's just not true. Uh, you want a website that's thought through, it's productive, it's functional. Uh, that really comes back on you as, as a business owner is what do you want it to do? Are you are you clear? Are you Do you know exactly what do you want it to function and do? Uh, but websites are available. They're affordable. Um, they're, they're, they're there and they're ready for you. Don't let it become an obstacle. Don't push it off. Don't think of it as something that's overwhelming or too big or too hard. Uh, it's available. And there's a lot of great platforms out there, whether it's Squarespace, Wix, uh, 
WordPress. Uh, they have systems and abilities within them that are going to work great for you. Uh, so don't be worried. Do your research. Check it out. Uh, find a company that you relate well with, that can build for you, that can set you up, and then uh, use it and uh, see what it'll do. Yeah, that's awesome. So, of course, it'd be silly of us not to plug 5J. You know, if you're thinking about doing a website and you want some help, uh, we've got a lot of options available. So, so whether you just want some training to get your feet under you and you want to do the bulk of the work, we got options there. Or if you want that turnkey, you just want the keys to a finished product, uh, we can do that as well. So we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can hit us up at 5jdesign.com. Awesome. Cool. Well, hey, that is wrapping up our first episode of the Fiveable Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you made it this far. Yeah, we'd love it for you to subscribe to our podcast, follow us, and uh, if you have any questions, you can check us out on our website or our Facebook page. 100%. So next week, upcoming here, uh, we are going to have a, an, uh, a special guest, Mr. Yes. Jeremy Brown from uh, Throne Publishing. Uh, so what we're going to talk to Jeremy about is uh, how to market uh, a book. If you've written a book, uh, that's what Jeremy specializes in as he's a publisher. And uh, just talk about some tips there and see what he can bring to the table. Yeah. Make sure you join us. All right. Thanks, everybody. See ya.